1967, Roland Barthes wrote La Mort de l'Auteur, The Death of the Author, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is Kill the Author. Hello and welcome back to episode 13 of Kill the Author, lucky number, uh, and Merry Christmas everybody. We, we did exactly as we said last week, this new episode is coming two weeks after the one before it. Uh, yeah. we, did not, we did not take like two months to deliver another episode, we d directly delivered mm -hmm. everything we said. It's not been three months. It's not been three months. It's impossible. Magnus, hmm? I'm, I'm just... I looked at my computer screen and it told me that it's February. It's impossible. That's impossible. It can't be. Theoretically, we should be at like the beginning of the third week of December. Mm -mm. Like somewhere around 14th, 15th. Somewhere around that. I don't remember anything going wrong there, right? Okay, so around that time, we did plan on filming the new episode. Mm -hmm. Like we did talk about it and wanted to do it. And I think we even had a date set for it. Yes. But and then, like... Then our household literally fell apart. Yeah, like, uh, would you mind telling telling the audience what happened? So I brought the coronavirus into yeah. the house. <laughs> and infected literally everyone except for me. So then we spent three weeks apart, split mm -hmm. in two. He basically... him. I lived somewhere else for a while. He's, yeah, he stayed somewhere else. We were all stuck inside for weeks. Yeah, which kind of, you know... Like the the fever, the the everything basically kind of harmed our episode production a bit, mm -hmm. and then it took forever to get to the point again where you felt like all right after you were technically cured, exhaustion symptoms and all of that stuff afterwards. Mm -hmm. Corona's not fun, guys. Wear your mask. It's not. And stay inside if you can. Mm. Ah shit! I said the name. Now YouTube's gonna demonetize this video. Man, all those people who would who would have demonetized uh, the episode. All that good cash. All that good cash we could have mm. gotten. I mean, we've made like, I think literally nothing so far. I think literally our YouTube ad revenue is zero <laughs> at this point. Perfect. So, See, there's no pressure. You so know. you know the disease went well. Yeah, everyone's everyone we didn't have a better. severe case. I did apparently lose my ability to taste forever because I can still not taste anything. <laughs> not necessarily forever, but hey. For way too long. It's a tasteless anime. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed. That was quite a tasteless joke from you. <laughs> we're back and we're not mm. funny. So uh, I don't remember shit. It's been too long. I looked into my notes from the episode before just to like figure out where we were. And you sent me like a time code, what happened before that, mm -hmm. like uh, at what point the episode started. And I started off on the wrong time code, because yours was how much was left of the episode, and mine was how much of the episode had happened at that point. Mm. And I did not notice <laughs> for a bit. I made some notes of things we had already seen, because I forgot about them. So I don't know, does that say something about the memorability of the episode we're currently looking at? We're currently at the second half of episode 7 of School Days. I hadn't forgotten because I can never forget about School Days. Anyways, the, the last 
what happened in the last episode was bad things, I think, for the most part. Let me let me go through my notes. Yeah, it does in big caps say bad things. Yeah, I can I can see nothing on that page except for bad things. That's pretty good. That's pretty good that you made an entire episode out of those notes. Well, the the most important things that happened was Kotonoha got blocked. Yeah, off that was of true. Makoto's phone by Setsuna, and I think that's actually the biggest plot point of the episode. Yeah. Like, that features a lot in the second half of this episode, too. Which, you know, is this anime starved for content? Or are phones extremely important to the theme? Like, we've concluded before that phones are important to the theme of this show. Mm, we've talked about it before. Mm. And in this episode, it kind of comes back, but also it kind of doesn't. It's interesting. We'll, we'll get to it later. I made, some, I made some notes about it, especially about the end of the episode. But do you want to introduce mm. us to what happens in this half? So the last scene was a pretty upsetting scene of Kotonoha on the roof, mm. uh, where it starts raining, she's all on her own, waiting for Makoto to show up, and he never does. Yeah. Uh, and then, immediate tone shift. Yeah. We're now back in class 3, aka Makoto's class, mm. and I have one note for this at the beginning, which is garbage. Yeah, I have slightly more elaborate notes. <laughs> I wrote down leering shots of Sekai in maid uniform. Uh, that's basically what you were talking mm. about, right? I just condensed it into one word. What I also thought was interesting is that the next shot sh shows, like, Taisuke fucking lusting over her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with ne with Hikari next to him yeah. being angry. Cause Who, he, the, the joke with Hikari is I have to look up her name every single time we record an episode. I can remember it because, he, because the connection we made with Hikari beefsteak. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what I thought it was interesting about that was that it's like kind of portrayed, like, to me it was portrayed, like, what we're seeing is what Taiske is seeing. So, like, it's literally mm. male gaze. That <laughs> makes sense. Quite literally. A male gaze. <laughs> I assume this maid outfit that she has is the Little Sisters Cafe mm. outfit, which makes it more upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, so it should it, not be the sexual. So, it, it consists of a white blouse with a black bow tie and a way too short red dress on top of it. Mm. And, like, a flouncy headbands. I had mm. so much trouble figuring out what you call these things. Mm, these frills. I think it's I think it's frills, right? I think it was a headband. You know these you see on maids. Those those things you yeah, see on maids. Things, on right? anime maids. On old timey people in pictures. On old timey people in pictures and anime maids. Taisuke is punished for his leering. Uh by Hikari. Mm. Hikari slaps him for for his actions. So we have a good start to the episode. So we have far. a good start to the episode, but also this introduces uh, a shocking plot point in this episode. Okay. And that is that Hikari is still shocked by Taisuke being a massive sack of sexualizing shit. We've wondered out before why Hikari wants to have anything to do with Taisuke. Yeah. Uh, we can see preparations happening for the festival. Some unnamed extras hanging decorations unanimated, it's just a still image. Yeah, there's so many in this episode. Like, I literally noticed in this episode how many still images of, like, groups there were. We can see, like, a cafe poster being drawn and a menu that someone's making. Mm. And we see something that we've Talked about before, yeah. That we've, that we've mentioned before, which is that this cat mascot walks yeah. in. Yeah. And, um... Makoto and Sakai take the head off, and inside of it is Setsuna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the cat mascot was moving, like, clumsily, is something we, uh, you could see there. Like, she wasn't used to it. Mm -hmm. And the question is, is this an argument against the discount phone theory? Or is this an argument 
towards it. Like she's playing mind games. Maybe. She's just playing out that she can't navigate in this suit so well. When in actuality, we all know she can. Because she did that exact same thing before to try to bring Kotonoha and Makoto apart. When they took the head off, it, it just seems like it's way too hot inside there. Mm. It reminds me of like Mask Singer when when the mm. singer gets voted out and they remove the head and they're just sweating bullets mm. underneath. Yeah, them. of course. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, way too hot. It's basically a fursuit. Have you ever seen a furry shadow's coat? I don't want to see a furry shadow's coat. I have seen a furry shadow's coat. And it's just it's just sweaty people. There's just sweaty people in there. So we move on to the next scene, mm. which is in class four, a.k.a. Kotonoha's class, mm. uh, where we see preparations happening for their thing, th their zombie cafe that they're doing. Mm. Yeah. And we get another dose of Kotonoha bullying. Yeah. Featuring Kato and the squad. I uh, My notes for this scene are mean girls tell Kotonoha to build the fox lab. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I, I did go back in my notes to see whether we called the sex room the sex room, and we mm. didn't. We called it the fuck room. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Important things. That means I probably named it. <laughs> I like uh, I like powerful F words. No, it already says fuck room in my notes, mm. so we probably both instinctively had the yeah, same idea. Yeah, probably. Basically, what, what I found noticeable about this scene was in retrospect to what happened before in this episode, which was Kotonoha like, finding out that Makoto had blocked her. And then, like, looking at her phone, sadly, on the roof, she seems pretty normal here. Like, something that I thought about was, like, if I was in Kotonoha's situation here. Because, like, a few times in previous episodes, I talked about how I could relate to Kotonoha and being ghosted and uh, all of that with so by someone who, can, who you can mainly, like, talk to through the phone. How feeling blocked by that person might feel and how you might respond to it. I talked about that I relate to Kotonoha in a lot of these scenes. And I absolutely did not relate to Kotonoha here because she just keeps going with her day. This is still the same day. I would be looking for fucking Makoto. I would try to figure out what's going on here. Why Why is it telling me that his phone has blocked me? Is something wrong with his phone? Yeah, Minami, that's one of the squad members. You know, I'm, I'm just going to call the squad members pointy hair, uh -huh. bandana, and bangs. Mm. So, headband... Spiky hair bangs. I tend, to call the squad. Them, I tend to call them Queen Bee and the squad because, like, separating the rest of them is not important, <laughs> basically, ever. They tell Kotonoha to get sheets and a firm board that you can lay down and mess around on. Yeah, the fuck slab. Yeah, the, the fuck room. I'm staying with the fuck room. As they previously mentioned, they're gonna record people in that room having sex on the day of the big festival. And now they are producing, you know, the slab. Mm -hmm. The slab that everybody's going to fuck on. Yeah, another squad member actually says to the first squad member not to tell her too much. Mm. Probably so that Kotonoha won't call the police. Yeah, because this is highly <laughs> illegal in every way. Kotonoha uh, does ask them what they'll use this stuff for. But Kato tells her to shut up or they won't help her. Mm. With what? I don't think they've been helping her at all so far. What are, they, what are they helping her with? I mean, with the preparations, I guess. I, I, like, are they threatening that she's going to have to do everything herself? Because that's a bad threat. They're, she's already doing everything <laughs> herself. Uh, she says that she doesn't have time because she has a, she has a panel meeting coming up. Um, and they tell her to abandon it. 
And they're saying that they're missing up on all of their clubs, like in a way of like we have to sacrifice our clubs. Mm. So you have to sacrifice yeah. your board meeting. Yeah. And even another one of the girls points out, wait, what do you mean? Like your 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 sports club doesn't isn't ha taking place right now? Mm. Like shut up, you idiot. I think you've forgotten the most important thing about this scene, the thing mm -hmm. that the camera wants to tell us the most. In yeah. And that's a really weird crooked zoom onto one eye of Kotonoha. Yeah. On her forehead as well. It's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. That's one thing. Mm. And the other thing is, did you notice that you can see her bra in the scene? I Here's the interesting thing. Um... It is mentioned in the next scene. Yeah. Before that, I didn't notice. No, it was the first thing I noticed when the shot came to them. It's like this group of girls and one of them just has a fucking see-through shirt. I did not notice and that. And I was thinking like, okay, what? What happened with Kotonoha? Did she... Oh, yeah, it rained that previous scene. Maybe. That's why. Maybe I'm just a better man than you. Maybe I just noticed fucking sexism better than you. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's not... It's just the camera is... It's very weird. Like, because yeah. she's basically just looking that at the camera shot, forever. Yeah. And then she says, okay, I'll do it. Like, it's so weird. The camera's super crooked and super high. Mm. The camera's so high, Tanaka must have been holding it. Who's, who's Tanaka? The big guy. Oh, it's the big... <laughs> it's the big guy. The one that I made a joke that everyone understands. <laughs> if they listened to the previous episode very recently. Well, he has a broken arm that explains why the camera's crooked. God, <laughs> that joke could have been really funny under very different circumstances. Yes, we're tired. Yeah, we're tired. We're tired. If you notice that something's wrong with this episode, we're very tired. So now we have a scene in the hallway. So Kotonoha runs into Makoto and Setsuna oh, yeah. on this scene. They're coming out of a room probably to go to the board meeting where once again Setsuna aggressively tries to keep them apart. Mm. We've had this before. Setsuna yeah. just being... Unreasonably cruel to Kotonoha. Yeah. Something, by the way, that I want to mention about this scene in particular, and also just generally the start of this episode, mm. uh, it managed something that School Days hadn't done in a while, and maybe it's because I hadn't watched it in a good bit, but I was invested. <laughs> like, I wanted to know what was going to happen when Kotonoha and Makoto run back into each other because I had just been thinking about, like, what would I have done in this situation? Why isn't she looking for Makoto after, after finding out that he's blocked her? Well, she is talking to him. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he does acknowledge her. Like, yeah. he wants to talk to her. Possibly to gawk at her tits, which yeah. are visible yeah. through yeah. her shirt. Yeah, that's probably what's going on here. She she asks if something is wrong when when they talk to each other briefly. And mm. I was like... And that... I, just, I was just thinking, like... Why aren't you bringing it up? Like, why aren't you bringing up what's going on? Like, you're getting a message whenever you try to text him... That this number is not available to you. I would mention it. She does later in the episode. She does later. Say, and I'm going to talk about that when yeah, we get to okay. it. Yeah. Uh, here's an interesting kind of theory about this that I have. Because uh, she tells him that she's not wearing her jacket, which she thought was weird. Mm. Because she's letting it dry. You know, you can see that she's mm. wet. After this, she says that she can't attend the meeting because she has some stuff to get. And he asks if he can help her. Mm. And I thought that maybe... He figured that during the break, if she's wet, she might have been on the roof all alone. Mm. So maybe he feels guilty about this. That might be. But he doesn't really show any signs of guilt, I feel. He never shows any signs of... He does show slight signs of guilt at one point in this episode, which I noted. We can't speak. <laughs> We're too tired. <laughs> Basically, he doesn't show 
any clear guilt at this point to me. My opinion is more that it's just she's having a wet top and he's like, I want to look at this more. Yeah, and this might just be the shot might just exist so that they can show us that Kotonoha's top is wet. Yeah, and that he notices. Basically, when Makoto wants to go to help, he's getting slapped by Setsuna. Setsuna like keeps pulling on his arm and tells him Makoto. Yeah, like, yeah. go stop. Uh, and then, and then Kotonoha is discouraged mm. looks down and walks away yeah like immediately yeah. like she doesn't try to do anything anymore with the situation she just walks away as soon as kotonoha pulls at makoto then makoto actually addresses setsuna i was so baffled by this and he's like what is wrong with you why do you have to do some kind of grudge with kotonoha and like come the fuck on dude like how have you not noticed before she literally blocked her from your phone while you were in front of her. And then she responds with, like, looking down, and then, like, you're Sakai's boyfriend. Yeah. And I thought, I've heard this before. Yeah. I've heard this before, coming from Sakai, about Kotonoha. Yeah. I can't be with you because Kotonoha's your girlfriend. Yeah. Which I think is a hint at the fact that she's into Makoto. Mm. This is this will become more relevant later. Like she's Setsna. Yeah, Setsna. Oh. Yeah, in a way because she's she like looks down like this and says, "I don't want you to hang out with Kotonoha because your Setsna's with you. Setsna's your girlfriend." Asikai. Again, yeah, because Sekai's your girlfriend. Again, like Sekai because she actually likes him and she doesn't want to admit it to herself. I, that was my theory. I think we remember what happens with Setsna later on differently, and it's going to be interesting to see. Which interpretation is right? Because from what I remember, it wasn't portrayed as she's into Makoto. The thing that happens later. Okay. We'll get to that when we'll get to that. But I get what you mean. I get what you mean. That would be mm. nice foreshadowing. That basically the same thing is happening again. <sighs> Makoto's just irresistible, huh? Yeah. It's just... Everybody loves him. He actually does follow through. Like, even though Setsna tries to hold him back, mm. he actually does go after Kotonoha. He says he can't just leave her alone like this. Mm. To which I thought, you've been doing this for seven yeah. episodes. Yeah. You've been abandoning her all the time. Why, yeah. why, is, why do you suddenly feel like you should do anything? That might actually speak towards your point that he noticed that she was wet from being on the roof. Maybe. And he feels bad about that. And then when he arrives... Uh, he sees her talking with Taisuke. Yeah. And he looks pretty surprised about it. Mm. So we then figure out that Taisuke is helping her instead. Yeah. To get her equipment. And Makoto's just kind of hitman like hiding behind the corner listening to him. I think we get to the worst shot of the episode here. One of them. Uh, the This is the only one where I deliberately wrote, Never before have I felt this much hate. So we have... Okay, it's actually multiple shots. It's two or three shots in. Mm. in so first of all, uh, Hikari and Nanami oh, yeah, show up too. from his class, and then I catch him, and they're like, "Wait, what's going on? What are you doing there?" And she's like, "Look in that there, Taisuke. Look at this." Mm. And they are looking at it. Which we'll see in a second, and then we get the shot that I assume you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is <sighs> Kotonoha is trying to reach a box on a shelf. Yeah, which she. She has, seems to struggle with, because yeah. I guess she's too short, and Taisuke is standing right behind her, just looking at her ass. That's part of it. But the thing I hated about it the most was Kotonoha. 
in that shot because it's like she's standing on her tippy toes on some sort of like stand uh, mm. stool or something and reaching the box and it's like five seconds it's like five seconds of her just sort of reaching up there and being eh, 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 and literally not getting her head at all while Taisuke is just looking at her ass but it yeah, was so fucking awkward like Taisuke obviously sees that she can't reach yeah. the box he's taller and he's not attempting to help her he just wants to look at her ass yeah. that's, what, that's what really annoyed me about this shot that's the other thing that really annoyed me about it it was a combination of a lot of things then we can see the three of them Makoto Nanami. that was the next thing that really pissed me off the, where we're getting out to, Makoto, uh, Nanami, Tikari watching all of them are watching them together Hikari is watching this through the uh, through the doorway, and she's saying, "What's Taisuke doing in there? Like, why is Taisuke like this with her? Like, he's where he's staring at her ass. She's like, why is Taisuke doing this? Why is why is he putting so much attention on her? And it's this is what I talked about before. Like, holy shit, Hikari, how can you have a crush on this guy? Do you even know who Taisuke is? Have you ever met him? He spends literally every single scene ogling women. That's literally all he does. That's all his character entails. There's, like, there's nothing below the surface. Mm. There's nothing there. Head empty, just horny. So then Taisuke asks Kotonoha out mm. for the folk dance, which is at the end of the school festival. So after this, we can see Hikari behind the door, mm. kind of like falling on her knees, super sad. Because I guess Taisuke cheated on her. What a big surprise. Cheated on her implies that they were in a relationship. True. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about if that was actually the case. And then we see Makoto outside the door. Who has the fucking audacity. The fucking audacity to call Taisuke an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> Makoto, <laughs> you, you disingenuous motherfucker. Like... Ah, if anyone doesn't have the right to call someone, like, proposing to Kotonoha an asshole, it's fucking Makoto. You do not deserve the right to feel jealous, Makoto. Like, what, what's your expectation here? Is it like, he can't do that, I'm gonna go to the fucking folk festival with her. No, you're not. No, you're not gonna. You're absolutely not gonna. How dare you're gonna you go with Sekai. How dare you cheat on my girlfriend that I don't want to be with. God, it made me so fucking angry. Uh, this part of the episode was hard to watch. Taisuke says that all couples who go to this dance will not break up that year. Implying that they're a couple. Yeah, like, hold, hold your horses. You're not in a relationship. Smooth as gravel. It's amazing. <laughs> Taisuke also says that his sister told him this. So, I guess Taisuke has a sister confirmed. <laughs> we learned something new. Wait, is there a wiki entry on her? There probably is. We didn't look her up. We didn't look up Taisuke's sister. I was about to look it up, but then I forgot about it. <laughs> I did very bad research. I did not look that up. We've, we've been gone for a while. We're, we're only getting back into it right now. Taisuke compliments her from the pool episode. Mm -hmm. He said that she looked great there. And that he was really surprised to she hear... She was great there, as I think he actually said. So, like, not just looked. Like, yeah, he she was her. great. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. It's kind of the nicest thing he said to a woman so far, so that's nice. And he also said that he was really surprised to hear that Makoto is with Kotonoha. And even more surprised to hear that they broke up. Yeah. Which, thinking about it now, this is the first time she heard this. Yeah. Essentially, Makoto broke up with her by having Taisuke accidentally mention it. But did he, though? Like, he never said he broke up with her. 
There was something something that Kai said. It is true, though. <laughs> it is true. It's absolutely true. But I don't think Makoto thinks it's true. I think Kotonoha might, though. Because yeah. she's extremely shocked. She drops her box. Yeah. At the mention of this. And then she goes really angry at him. Yeah, she reacts with outrage. Yeah, she says, how, how, where would you even hear this? Why would you even think this? What are you talking about? Mm. And then she runs out of the room, probably to find Makoto. And she's lucky. She's lucky there because he's right outside the door. She's right there. And then I thought, okay, I don't exactly, I don't remember any details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, this same, might same. be like a great confrontation same, time. Same, 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 same. But then Nanami. Yeah. Oh my God. Like we haven't really heard that much about like Nanami's relationship to anyone. Yeah. Up to this point, Nanami was mostly like kind of nice and cool. Mm-hmm. Like kind of tomboyish, nice and cool. But then she just gets extremely aggressive on yeah. Kotonoha and is like, so now you're hitting on Taisuke as well? Yeah, like she attacks them for, attacks them for like be- being asked out by Taisuke, <laughs> the biggest sleazeball in the school. It's not even that. It's like she heard the entire conversation that yeah. was happening in there. She's purposefully lying. Like, who even wants Taisuke? Like, okay. <laughs> I wrote here in my notes, why does everyone hate Kotonoha so much? Yeah, it's so fucking wild. I have a theory from events that happen later, especially mm. towards the end of the show. Everyone wants to fuck Makoto. Mm. This is why everyone has to hate Kotonoha. Mm. And I legitimately believe that to be true. Although, interestingly, I remember that from our last watch through. Nanami doesn't. Nanami never, never actually does it. She's like one of the few women in the show who never has sex with Makoto as far as we know. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I think I remember that. Nanami's the exception. But, like, yeah, yeah, she jumps between them, like, fucking goes to town on Kotonoha, and then we have our amazing protagonist, our hero, Makoto. Doing absolutely shit all. Doing absolutely fucking jack shit. Standing behind her, raising his arm, like, lightly, like, eh, eh. She even calls her a bitch. Yeah. Then she runs off, and we see him, like... Looking slightly angry back at yeah, Kato- like uncomfortable looking. I wrote I, I, Kato here. It's Nanami. Yeah, he looks. He looks kind of. Mm, damn Nanami, why do you do this after Katona? Ra- Katona ran off, like doing nothing to he did calm her down. Absolutely nothing. Then we get a very short train scene. Yeah, where we can see something amazing, mm-hmm. which is Makoto actually unblocking Kotona from his phone. Yeah, what I was thought was interesting was that we don't see, like, the final click. Yeah. And I didn't remember that he actually unblocked her. Yeah. I couldn't remember I that, didn't that remember, happened in the show. But I forgot that he blocked her in the first place. No, I didn't forget that. I didn't forget that because of things. I didn't. Because the last time that I watched this show, that we watched it together, was a year and eight months ago. Yeah, it's been a bit. <laughs> it's been a bit. Hey, speaking of, you know, in... Let me check the watch... In six days, our second episode will have a one-year anniversary. Hey, that's nice. <laughs> the first episode we recorded on January 12th. I mean, Last we basically year. did one a month, right? That's basically what it comes down I to. I mean, 13th episode, 13th month. Yeah. 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 Maybe, Maybe we can actually manage the two, we, two we, episodes per we month. We wanted to do twice as many. Yeah. But hey. Hey, it's been, it's been a stressful year for all of us, right? It's been mm-hmm. a stressful year. So little time to do podcasts. You're never <laughs> at home. You know, it reminds me of this meme that I've seen once. It was like an Onion News article, which was like, man can't believe most stressful time of his life is not a great time to write a book. Anyways, to get back to the show, Makoto starts unblocking Kotonoha and we don't actually see that he does it, but based on later context, we know that he does it in the end. Yeah. So we're already at the last scene. Mm -hmm. It might... 
it might be possible that this episode is short is shorter than the previous ones, mm. but it might not be because I think you told me that you have a lot to say about the last scene. Yeah, that's like what I made half of my notes on that last scene. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it is that we make our notes differently. You make more like your notes tend to be more what happens in the episode with some commentary, and my notes usually skip over huge chunks of what happens in the episode and just like focus on the juicy bits. Yeah. And I thought the final scene was very juicy. And I never do this because I always have trouble figuring out what the important stuff is. Mm, yeah. I was really bad at school essays. I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> I was also bad at school essays. I only got good at them at university. Yeah, I just thought, how, you're, you are bad at essays? You're studying linguistics. I mean, the literal word essay. Like, essay in the sense of what we learned as essays. Oh, yeah. I hate yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was... That's because you don't learn how to draw, uh, do them in high school. Anyways. Yeah, you irrelevant. mentioned that to me. Irrelevant. Let's get to this scene. Because, yeah, there's a lot to this scene. A lot of meat on those bones. So, we cut to Makoto's room, basically. Yeah. There, Makoto asks Sakai what she's so upset about. Yeah. She's and like I, clutching a pillow on his yeah. bed. And I thought either he's an extreme idiot <laughs> or he wants assurance on what of the horrible things that he did. Yeah. She's particularly angry what about. What is it this time? What has he done this time? Uh, it appears to be that Setsuna told her what had happened before. Yeah. That he met Kotonoha and then ran after her even though Setsuna tried to hold him back. Yeah. The next part is just confusing to me. I didn't know... You probably have better, better notes about it than I have. Mm. So Setsna apologized to Sakai. Yeah. Sakai says that Setsna apologized to her about something. Yeah, probably for not being able to hold Makoto back in that moment. Okay, yeah, that Yeah, that's sense. what I assume. Then Makoto says, um, because she was so mean to Kotonoha. Yeah. You always keep saying that we're too cruel to Kotonoha, which she has done in earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. But Sekai is like... I have a few things to say about this. I wrote a bit down for the end of the episode mm -hmm. about like Sekai's sort of arc right now. And yeah, how I basically see it is like originally she said to Setsuna that like blocking Kotonoha was too much and that like being cruel to Kotonoha was not something that they should do, that they should be nicer to Kotonoha. But at this point, she's basically, like, mentally arrived at those are good things. And, like, dropping Kotonoha completely is what should be happening at this point. Like, at least from Makoto's point of view. Like, she's at this point in the mind space of they are broken up. And if I let him talk to Kotonoha again, like, she understands Makoto good enough to know that if she lets the two of them be together again, their relationship is in danger. Because Makoto just goes after, like, anything. It goes after Ted's. Yeah. Uh, so then someone knocks at the door. Mm. And to my surprise, it was Kotonoha. I'd forgotten about this. I'd also forgotten about this. Yeah. So Kotonoha tracked him down. She says that she looked up his address. Mm. She also says that she can't... Speak to him at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also may know about because most about that. he's avoiding her, or other people make sure that he's avoiding yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. She also says that her phone has been acting up because he blocked her, which sort of raises the thought that like this is something that's gonna get more and more strong over the course of these episodes. 
And it, it's something that's been starting a while back. Kotono has denial. Kotono has denial, Kotono has right. denial. Like, she's trying to explain away while this happened. Which is understandable. That's probably yeah. something that a lot of people would do in this situation. This was my explain. This, this would be my explanation why she didn't go talk mm. to Makoto. Maybe because she didn't want assurance that he blocked her. Exactly. Like, yeah. she, she has concocted this version of events where what happened is that Makoto or her phone was wrong something was wrong with her phone and that's why they couldn't talk to each other and she didn't like even like just subliminally want confirmation that that's not true and that he actually blocked her yeah then Makoto explains that this was a mistake that his phone had which is less of an explanation and more gaslighting but yeah. yeah and that it's fixed now which is confirmation that he, he did in fact unlock her. her yeah yeah He's not, he's not admitting that he did. Yeah. But he said he fixed it. So, you know, baby steps, I guess. We then, we then see a quick view of Sekai in the room. Yeah. Who's like visibly upset by Makoto saying that. Because yeah. she realizes this means he unblocked her. Yeah. So he's pretending to be sick because he can't let her come in because Sekai's still there. But she can see Sekai's shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sees Sekai's shoes on the ground. Yeah. She knows. And while she doesn't press it, she's not like, is Sekai there with you? Because at this point, she probably has extremely low expectations and doesn't expect him to tell the truth in this situation. Mm -hmm. She just plays along with the situation and says, but she, but she actually does something really proactive here. She presses the question, basically. She asks him out to go to the dance with him. Yeah. Probably linked to what we heard before with this myth that if you dance, you're not going to break up for the rest of the year. And also because Taisuke brought this whole situation up. Yeah. Also, isn't it like the end of the year? I, I think it's the end of the year. That's like, kind of sad then, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, the dance, you're not going to break up for the next three weeks <laughs> until the year ends. I assume for the next school year is, okay. is what's meant at this point. Mm. Also, like, does Japan, like, share Chinese New Year? Like, I, I know, know a lot of Asian countries share that. And that's like one or two months later, I think. Maybe it's that, I don't know. She says that Taisuke said that they broke up and that mm. that's really weird that she did. Yeah, that's like ridiculous, right, Makoto? Right, Makoto? Yeah, at this point, she's like actively forcing it. He's like making annoying noises. Mm. He does a lot of annoying noises. Yeah. We, don't mention, we don't mention that enough. <laughs> basically. I think it was pretty close. We basically see uh, Sekai 2 in this situation, mm. who's like... Basically lying down and rotting on the ground. Yeah. Like she, she's like, okay, he's not going to say anything good in this situation. I'm pretty clear about she that. She also probably feels pretty horrible about yeah. the whole situation. For like all About the all state sides. that Katonoha is in. Yeah. And he, then he says that he'll think about it. And she says, okay, I'll it's take it promise, as a promise. Then. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, no, no. It's not, I'll take it as a promise. That's what I wrote down. That's the wildest thing. And I laughed out loud at this part of the episode. She says, it's a promise then. Like it's a question. And he closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> he just closes the door on her. <laughs> oh, so it's a promise. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Didn't even say goodbye. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but this shows their situation about it, right? Like, he is still absolutely not committed to absolutely anything. Mm -hmm. And she's taking it as, like, in this almost deluded th state she's in at this point. But not that deluded yet. There's still, like, a lot of log logical reasoning going on here. With, like, her forcing the issue and all of that. She's taking it as a promise. Yeah. And then Sekai leaves. Yeah, Sekai is also done with his shit. She's so done with this. I don't. He, he doesn't seem to understand why she's leaving because he's an idiot. Mm. And he says that she can't go outside because then she'll run into 
Kotonoha, which like ties into the whole thing we've had so far, which is like him trying to keep it's hidden from Kotonoha yeah. what Sekai and him are doing. Sekai says that she doesn't care yeah. anymore. Good. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck anymore at this point, which is a very adult thing to do. One of the rare adult moments. Actually, like, the end of this episode is pretty powerful, I feel. It's, like, pretty strong. <laughs> so she runs outside, she takes the elevator down, and then, yeah. yes, she runs into Kotonoha. Who has apparently been waiting at the side of the road, maybe for the bus. Yeah. But, oh. like, maybe for Sekai. Maybe. So I forgot about this as well. Me too. Yeah. Weird. I have no idea how the next episode is going to start after yeah. this. I'm afraid they're just going to forget about it. I'm abs- Yeah, I, that's what I'm assuming. Mm. So Kotonoha walks up to her. And like in this, cre- in this creepy... Yeah, yeah, in this I'm about to stab you way. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to say that it's kind of weird and creepy because the camera's crooked in yeah. a Dutch angle, but the camera's always crooked in <laughs> a Dutch angle. Yeah, it's like also she's walking like very straight up, mm-hmm. and very unemotionally. And then she says that she tricked her. Yeah. And then she slaps her in the yeah, face. Yeah, he slaps her in the face, and that's where end credits come in. Uh, Madness I down, mode engaged. I wrote down, this should be the end of the show. <laughs> this is like a very good point. Like Kotono has noticed that he's been playing her with her together. She slaps her. I think the big the problem here is that this this is not what she says. Yeah. She says that Sekai tricked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. this is we've talked about this before, the chronicle issue of this show. Yeah. That people cannot blame Makoto for the things yeah. that he has to blame for. Yeah. Absolutely. I I wrote some things down at this point of the episode that, as you just said, for me, kind of illuminate the issues with school days. Because throughout this episode, as I've mentioned before, I've been thinking things like, okay, like Sekai previously said that blocking Kotonoha was wrong and that it shouldn't be done by Setsuna and that they should be nicer to Kotonoha, but now she's acting very differently. And things like okay, why is Kotonoha completely in denial about this whole thing? Like, why doesn't she talk to Makoto? And by the end of the episode, we get a really good feeling for why these characters are acting like way, uh, that way. Like, what brought them to this situation? To me, it's like a logical character arc that these characters are going through right now. And like, actually an interesting character arc, in my hmm. opinion. Like, we have Kotonoha in denial. She has this thing with, my phone is acting up, like thinking, okay, he's not really like cheating on me. It's, something's going wrong there. She avoids bringing it up to Makoto in school while Setsuna is around because last time she talked to Makoto in school with Setsuna around, Setsuna blocked him from her phone, uh, blocked her from his phone and was like ultra aggressive to her. So she can't talk to him in school while others are around because others keep putting themselves between them. And she's noticed this. So that's why she's like being proactive. She's tracking him down. She's going to his ho- home, assuming he's uh, going to be there alone because she noticed he's very different with her when they're alone, to when they're in front of others. And she assumes he is being pressured into this whole situation. Meanwhile, on the other side, we have Sekai, who doesn't want to hurt Kotonoha, and is unhappy about the whole blocking situation, but thinks it's the right thing at this point anyways. And she's unhappy with Makoto, like, undoing it, which is understandable in this situation, even if it's, like, kind of a shitty thing to want her to be blocked in the first Mm -hmm. place. She's conflicted. She wants to still be with him, and she thinks the thing was... With Kotonoha is finally over. She's finally out of the picture at this point. And she comes in and like proves... Makoto immediately proves to her that it's not Literally over. comes in. Yeah, literally comes in. Makoto like literally proves he's thinking about it. Like he's still undecided. He still doesn't want to completely drop Kotonoha. And in my opinion, this should be the episode where Sekai like 
doesn't come back to him. Like where she completely leaves him. Because Kotonoha is like, at this point, psychotically obsessed with him. So, so now that you've figured out the reasonable character arc of Kotonoha and the reasonable character arc of Sekai, hey, what's the reasonable character arc of Makoto? And that's the issue. That's the issue that I have with the show. Like we have a scene where Kotonoha asks him if he'll go to the dance with her and he seems kind of upset about this. He seems like, this is the point that I talked about before, where it looks like Makoto's feeling regret in a way, where you can see his face and he's like clearly in pain in some way. And there's not enough of that. He never reflects enough on his mistakes. Yeah, this whole episode, like the whole him not realizing why Setsuna is trying to get him away from Kotonoha and not realizing why Sekai is mad about the Kotonoha situation. All of this just works if Makoto's the biggest fucking idiot and can't perceive anything around him and can't put A and B together and doesn't understand anything that's going on at this point. And he's our protagonist. Like, he's the one where we want to see where things go. And it's not a complex thing. It's not that he's a shitty person. It's not that... That's not how the anime portrays it. That would be interesting. That would be an interesting idea. The main character just being a complete sociopathic monster. That's not how the anime portrays it. The anime portrays it as him not even noticing that there's anything wrong. So you're basically saying School Days is like Titanic if the protagonist was the iceberg. <laughs> I mean, kinda. <laughs> I mean, kinda. The issue is... School we Days is a catastrophe show about the catastrophe. In a way, yeah. yeah. He's ruining the life of everyone around him. And he's so changed so little by it. He's such an... That's, again, again, we come back to this thing that we talked about before, where I think that a lot of Makoto's issues can be brought back to him being, like, the player character from the visual novel, basically. Where he doesn't have to change. He's just a replacement effect for you. And it's... It's really frustrating that we have characters that, in my opinion, could have a better anime. That could have a more interesting romance story. Looking at School Days this close, you really see a lot of their development. The weak link in the chain is Makoto. And that's not going to change, because he was designed that way. It's, it's, we it's so strange. It's so strange. Who, who makes a show like this? <sighs> maybe, maybe we'll figure out more about it. And we'll like, find him. I find... <sighs> after we've watched so much of School Days, like, my perspective on School Days has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine too. Since we started watching this show. Like, there's a lot more under the surface here. And... <sighs> like, we haven't done an episode in a while. And last time we talked about the show, I was in a very, like... I don't enjoy any of this place like watching the show i didn't enjoy watching the show at all for the first half of this episode but this half of this episode like really made me think what more is there like what other stuff is there that i've never seen before that could be really interesting to look at the th the feeling with which we started this show is back for me and i'm excited about that okay that's nice next episode I'm, is episode like, actually yeah are we actually excited about the next episode well the next episode is called The Festival. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so. Hell. I actually am excited about it. <laughs> because I remember that a lot of stuff happened at that festival. Yeah, there's going to be some, huh? My, my least favorite moment in school days, I think, is there. Like, one of my top three least favorite moments. I'm not going like, to narrow it down into number one. It, it involves a lot of that cat girl costume. Uh, a lot of cat girl costumes. Mm. 
be excited for that. A lot more of that idol yeah. uh, is going to be in the next this episode. This is like the trailer for the next episode. This is the trailer for the next episode. Next time on Kill the Author. More cat girls. More sets. No. More hate. More Makoto. <laughs> no. We shouldn't mention that in the ad. We shouldn't mention that in the ad. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch it. Anyways, you're gonna... Oh, listen yeah. to it. Listen to it. Nobody's going to listen to it. But anyways, yeah. you're gonna... And... We'll totally make another one. Wait, I feel like it's obligatory to mention the order of the credits image. Mm, the okay, credit okay, images, okay, okay, okay. Because I always do for some reason. Yeah, we can't forget about that. It's Kotonoha, then Sekai, then Setsuna, then Hikari, then Kato, even though she was a pretty small role in this episode. Mm. Nanami, the squad, then Kokoro for some reason. <laughs> she wasn't even She wasn't here. even in this episode. Maybe and she then, was in the first half. I don't think so. And then Sekai and Kotonoha. Mm. Also, the credit song's a banger in this one. Uh, I I remember be, it being good, but I yeah, it was think good. it happened. I think we got that one before. Like I think Possible. I remember this one from another episode. I yeah, it was ig- a good one. I started ignoring the credit song for the first episode. Yeah, same. I mean, their lyrics might mean something again at some point. Maybe, maybe we should look into them. The last just, one, at least, because that's the one that I will always remember. I tend to yeah, same. I tend to end my notes when school days. The title shows up at the end, like right before the credits. You're the one who's belligerent enough to look at the end credits, actually. Yeah, but I only do this to write down the images. I don't well, even know why. I just do it. Maybe in the end, the whole puzzle will fit together and we'll learn something important about the meaning of mm. friendship or whatever. Maybe if we assign a number to every name mm. and then put all of the credits in the correct order, we can decipher the code and find out why school days is. I don't think that's going to happen, but I admire your optimism. <laughs> Anyways, I have to hold on to something, okay? It has to amount to something. Anyways, guys, this was guys and gals and everybody else. This was School Days Kill the Author episode 13. Episode the luck the lucky number. The the the, the lucky unlucky number. Uh, mm. Merry Christmas and a happy new year and I don't know, probably Valentine's January, Valentine's Day soon. Inauguration depends on when we actually finish editing this episode. Anyways, See see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.